welcome to episode 335 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play the game of magic, whether you're sitting at home, jamming arena, or heading out to your local game store. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And our show this week is full of fun guests. That's right. Some of them expected. Some of them unexpected. That's right. And one of them is not Ghost Host, because Ghost Host is always with us. That's right. Ghost Host is not a guest. Ghost Host is simply a host of the show. show. Ghost Host, by the way, it's been a while since you've talked on the show. Do you want to say anything? (laughs) (laughs) What a weirdo. Such a joker. But I imagine that, you know, being a ghost would maybe make you a little stranger than you were beforehand. I mean, you're so old. Yeah. You know, it's just like the Twilight thing. If you read Twilight, yeah. that vampire is like hundreds of years old hanging out with high schoolers. Maria, you're making this reference four years too late. I know, but it still weirds me out. All right. Yeah. Sometimes I just remember it. You're but not I, wrong. You know, I think what it was is I was watching What We Do in the Shadows, the new FX show version yeah. of the movie. I've heard that it's great. It is very good. And I was thinking about it then again. And yeah. I was like, you're all like 500. Yeah, it's true. You would not be interested probably in talking to anybody who wasn't, was 400 or younger. I haven't seen any of the show. My favorite part of the movie is when they're all, in case you haven't watched it, one, you really should. Two, yes. it's about a bunch of vampires. A, a household of vampires. A house of vampires. A house of vampires. It's like they're all getting ready to go out, but they can't see themselves in the mirror because they're vampires. <laughs> so they draw really bad pictures of one another so for each good. other to show them what their outfits it's look so like. so good. On. Uh, it's really funny. Anyways. But I don't remember how we got on this tangent, but we've got lots Anyhow. of fun guests on the show. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk to Aaron Yaritz, who is the head of the Lady Planeswalker Society here in the Twin Cities area. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever thought about starting a chapter, joining a chapter, or just want to know more about how to connect with other people who play the game that are like you, you can check out Lady Planeswalker Society. Our other guest is going to be a mystery. So yes, mystery that for guest. you, like for us, it is a surprise. Yes. <laughs> We're also going to talk about a Magic Core Set 2020. We got some sweet preview cards that have been rolling out for this set. And can I just say something, Megan? What? Will you please just let me say something? No. All right. I'm going to say it anyway. Wow. <laughs> I told you that you shouldn't. So. No, this set is this set looks really cool for it a Core really Set. It really does. Yeah. It's very you exciting. You know, M19, little little dry. Yeah. A little bit like a saltine. I didn't even remember it existed, if you recall, yes. a few episodes ago. I was some, like, I, yeah, Magic you literally Origins forget. was the last... Yeah. Course that I remember. Yeah. So now well, it's fine. I mean, it was a corset, but yes. this one looks like they've put an extra oomph into it. Yes. Like much they like a burrito. Oh, I was going to say like volumizing hair product. Oh yeah. Very good. There you go. Yeah. Something I obviously know so much about. We're also going to get you ready for your M20 pre-release. Yes. With a little sealed brush up. We are also going to have judge Rob in yeah. next week. Yeah. To but give if us you, the real rundown. If you can't wait or you just need like an extra little help out or you want to show your friends this episode or something if yeah. you're if they're new to the game because of course that's great for bringing somebody new into the game you can show them this and they just maybe help them a little bit yes. build their seal pool and then in, uh, the, uh, during this intro they'll be like why are, why are we listening to this <laughs> you're free this you can is, skip ahead this is not informative you can skip right ahead but that's fine you know maybe they'll find us maybe they charming. will maybe they'll like it i don't know <laughs> Anyway, before we do any of that, yes, big thank you to everyone who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. That's right. If you're a supporter of this show, it means so, so much to us. You are literally keeping the show happening. Yeah, it could not happen without your support. No. And if you think, oh, my dollar, my $5 a month isn't going isn't gonna to do anything. At first I thought you were saying, like, oh, my dollar, like, oh, my gosh. If you're like, oh, you're my, like, dollar. Oh, my dollar. <laughs> 
if you're wondering why Meg and I are a little punchy, we both just got off flights. Yes. And basically came almost straight into the office to record our yep. episodes this week. Um, oh my dollar! Oh my dollar! I'm tired. It it really goes it really goes a lot further yes. than you think it does. Absolutely, um, it does. every little bit uh, helps, and everybody who helps is so greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to everybody who's joined since the last episode, who's been a, a supporter for a long time. And if it's something you've been considering, please make this the month that you say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to support the things that I love." Yeah. Uh, thank you also to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. They sent us this box of Modern Horizons, which Check we are going to crack for you this week. I'm spanking it right now. Yeah, That's the sound can, of me spanking a box of Modern Horizons. You can watch <laughs> us unbox this beauty uh, on Wednesday over on our YouTube channel. I'm so excited. So Card Kingdom, great place to get any magic product, whether it's boxed stuff like this, sealed product, or singles, cards that you might need for events, tournaments coming up, anything like that. They're really wonderful. They just have A-plus customer service. It's so yeah. good. Only good comments about Card Kingdom is yep. what I've seen on the internet. And if that doesn't tell you that they're great, quite frankly, I don't know what will. That's true. <laughs> Name one other thing that the internet only says nice stuff about. Cat memes. The end. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Let's take a look at some M20 preview cards. Ooh. So M20 is now, it's really hitting the hay. Nope. Hitting the hay. It's, hitting go, the hay. it's going to bed. It's going to sleep. No, it's really coming at us. Just like this night pack ambusher, which is a spooky yeah. wolf with glow eyes. I feel like you need to talk about this card. I like this little buddy. It's this cute. Is, this wolf is grr. Uh, yeah. Night pack ambusher two green green for a four four flash. Other wolves and werewolves you control get plus one, plus one. Yeah, so watch out for this at your pre-release. This is rare, but... You don't want to get got. You will be sorry. By this 4-4. At the beginning of your end step, if you didn't cast a spell this turn, create a (laughs) 2-2 green wolf creature token. Hot dang. This card is excellent. You didn't cast a spell, get wrecked. You just get to make a 2-2. You have nothing else to do. Oh, I'm just going to make a 2-2. So this calls back to the werewolves of Innistrad, um, some of which had... I'm thinking specifically of... um, Duskwatch Recruiter, yeah. which flips from a flips little into a human werewolf. into a werewolf if no one casts a spell that turn. That's so cool. Yeah. So we're still thinking about good old-fashioned Innistrad here exactly. in M20. Which is one of the cool things about these sets is that you yeah. get to see flavor from a lot of planes. Like Wolfkin Bond also looks very It's very Innistradian. With that... I was going to say tri-corner hat, but it is a quad-corner hat. It is a weird quad-corner hat. I'm a double diamond brim. Not a big fan. So a lot of people have tweeted at us the picture of Ferocious Pup. Yes. Which is two and a green for an 0-1, and when it enters the battlefield, you make a 2-2 green wolf. And they're like, hey, cutest card, right? And I'm like, hold up. First of all, not all the cards have come out, okay? I appreciate appreciate that you care. But also, this card is so pushed. And remember, I have a problem with Watsy pushing its cute cards on me. Except that is not what happened with Modern Horizons. No, it's you not. You just had to cave. I caved on Modern Horizons big yeah. time. iKite is very cute. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. It's it's going to be in the running, everybody. But uh, yeah. just hold your horses. Next week, it will be crowned. Nay. Ooh, Omnath is back. Yeah, hi, Omnath. This is, I think, the third iteration of Omnath that we have seen. 
Is it? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's, a, it's at least two. Omnath, Locus of the Royal. What a name. One green, blue, red, legendary creature, elemental, 3-3. Three, three. When Omnath, Locus of the Royal, enters the battlefield, it deals damage to any target equal to the number of elementals you control. Okay. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on target elemental you control. If you control eight or more lands, draw a card. Something I like about this set for M22 is that it's kind of pushed towards theme decks a little yeah. bit, which is really cool. Cool. And this is wanting you, of course, to build an elemental deck, mm-hmm. which I am all about 100% in. And green and red are the elemental colors of this set. So that's pretty sweet. Megan, talk about yes. your preview card. Ooh, zombie rotting regisaur. This is so cool. Okay. Rotting regisaur is two and a black, just three mana for a zombie dinosaur. It must be like a two, three, seven, six. Or, oh, what? It is obviously a rare. It is a seven, six. Unbelievable. For three mana. But. At the beginning of your upkeep, discard a card. Question. Are you playing this? Yeah. I think in, this card is dumb. Unlimited? Wow. Yes, absolutely. Is there like a pacifism type effect in this set? Maybe we don't know yet, but. <laughs> um, there might be. But Beware. Like, yes. Obviously, there can be a tremendous downside to yes. this. But. The upside. The upside is very Ooh. high. Just hitting them with this once. It's going to feel so nasty. And the way that it's worded, um, you can't, like, it can't make you, you, once your hand is empty, you will get to draw your card for turn. Yeah. It do- will not make you discard your card for turn once you are on, 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 on an empty hand. Oh, okay. At the beginning of your upkeep. So yeah. untap, upkeep, then draw. draw. Yeah. So at the beginning of your upkeep, then you'll still get your draw Okay. Step, which is, you know. Yeah. relevant uh there's also marauding raptor one in a red oh for boy. a two three creature spells you cast cost one less to cast okay all right but once again whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control marauding raptor deals two damage to it if a dinosaur is dealt damage this way marauding raptor gets plus two plus oh until end of turn so this is playing off the enrage mechanic that yeah. dinosaurs had so a lot of times they want to get hit in the face two yep. is a lot though i will yeah. say um, and of course, this makes you go infinite with Polyraptor. Yes, literally infinite. So <laughs> literally forever. You have I don't a know zillion what, dinosaurs. We'll have to ask Judge Judge Rob what's what happens. happens because, like, it can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. It just can't stop. You're right. Literal. Neither of them is a May. <laughs> You're like, no, no, I don't want any more. I don't want any more. I've got a hundred thousand. It's like Polyraptor is like, I don't care. I don't care. You're getting more. More. You're getting more five fives. Yeah. Wow. Have you looked at the art on this card next to yes. it? Yes. Fry. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best art. Uh, one in a red. The spell can't be countered. Instant. Fry deals five damage to target creature or planeswalker that's white or blue. I love it. It's just a pair, pair of, of bird feet. Bird feet. And the bird has been smoked off. <laughs> has been flamed off. Has been poofed off. Sorry, sorry, bird. Yeah. Bye bye. Oh, poor buddy. I kind of want to mention um, the new Vivian that we oh, get yeah. with this set. Do you know what I don't want to talk about? Soren. That's right. I knew it. Anyways. Ooh, how about this planeswalker Ooh. though, too? Yeah. So let's, t- we can touch on all of these. Okay. Except Soren, who's dumb and bad. <laughs> uh, Mu- but I want to make a vampire deck. <laughs> no, he's bad. He's bad. <laughs> he Mu Yang Ling. Yeah, Sky, Sky Dancer. Dancer. One blue, blue. Um, two loyalty plus two until your next turn up to one target creature gets minus two minus oh and loses flying okay minus three create a four four blue elemental bird creature token with flying okay so you can't do that the turn she comes down but no. you can the next turn uh, minus eight you get an emblem with islands you control have <laughs> tap draw a card Ooh, love it 
Wow, great, that's a great, sick emblem. Great. Oh, yeah. Just drawing a thousand cards with all yeah. of your lands. Oh. Comes in with two loyalty. That's a, one of the lowest very loyalty low. counts we've ever seen. Yeah, so, wow. Um, but pretty pretty cool. It is a really cool card. Of yeah. course, the plus helps protect her, which is something we always look mm-hmm. for on Planeswalkers. Minus three is really it's good. It's like very good. Just make a 4-4. Four, four. Make a 4-4 four, four flyer. Oh, dang. And the ultimate is just straight awesome. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sweet. Um, oh, there is a pacifism. Okay, there yeah. is pa- literally pacifism. Pacifism, which if you if you are one of the people that a friend pointed you to this, yes. and you're like, what am I going to get out of this? <laughs> pacifism effects mean that the creature stays on the battlefield, but it cannot attack or block. So it's yeah. useless. Just sitting there. Uh, in this case, this is the classic pacifism. Yeah. From which all pacifisms get their name. One in a white enchant creature, enchanted creature can't attack or block. Yeah. Take it, take it right out of commission. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we can... Fine. Oh, you want to mention Soren? I mean, I just want to see what he does, okay. even though he's dumb and bad. Soren, imperious blood lord. Soren, comma, why isn't he dead? <laughs> I mean, I don't or know the answer stuck to that in a rock. We have How to did ask he Greg. get out of the rock? Yeah, we should. Amateur pro Greg said he read the magic story. Ooh, and book. maybe it talks about how Soren yeah. got out of the rock. I mean, it should, shouldn't it? It should. If he just shows up and he's like, surprise, not in the rock I'm anymore. I'm out of my rock. Yeah. I will be wildly upset. He costs two and a black, four loyalty, plus one. Target creature you control gains death touch and lifelink until end of turn. If it's a vampire, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Okay. Minus one. You may sacrifice a vampire. When you do, Soren deals three damage to any target and you gain three life. Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. So you 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 need some fodder for Soren here. Mm-hmm. Minus three. You may put a vampire creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. So you can oh, activate any of these three abilities cool. right away. Wow. So he's only three mana and already has four loyalty when he comes down. That's very good. That's Which is wild. But you do need to have other vampires going on. He's only good. Now I'm like, what vampire could I put out? I could put out a Vona Butcher of Megan. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. That'd be a fun one to put Mm -hmm. out. The one that draws Champion of Dusk. Champion of Dusk. Although you'd have to have other, like if you played a one drop vamp and then a two drop vamp. Right. And then this and and then play that. (gasps) That's That's a pretty good turn. Draw three cards. Cool. Yeah. I'm a little sad that Ixalan will be going away that has lots of our vampire friends in it yeah. in the fall, but I did love my standard vampire deck that was like tier three or whatever, <laughs> but it was very fun. I love uh, like tribal decks once again. Yeah. What is this? Uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Yarok the Desecrated. The art is so creepy. Yeah. Two black, green, blue for an elemental horror. It's a three, five death touch lifelink. That's great. Okay. If a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Okay. Bored. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Bored. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty yeah. cool. Go find... um. Find a Viv. Yeah, let's find find Viv. Ooh, the Theros lands are back. Oh, yes. Temple of Triumph, Temple of Mystery, Silence, Malady. And Ma- no, I think you mean Malady. Malady. Temple of Malady. Malady. So what Malady. is this? This is a... Of Epiphany. What does this say to you, Megan? These Theros lands coming back. Are we going back to Theros? I just saw these and I was like... How are we not going to back to Theros if we're yeah. seeing these? And which also plays into what we're about to say about Viv when we yeah. look at her and some other cards. They're like um, Reiter der Dornen, which is Cavalier of Thorns in English. Reiter der Dornen. Two green, green, green. Like these multiple. Green, like green, so green, green, many, green, 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 green. Yeah. Um, so many 
mana symbols and these casting costs. Why would that make makes you think us Theros? think Theros because of devotion. <gasps> devotion. Yeah. And then we have this one that yes. you're looking at, which is the Vivian. Um, but so we we think we talked about this a little bit on the upkeep. I think that the coming fall set is on a new plane. Yeah. But what if after that it's Theros? It could be. I mean, look at all these devotion I would mana be costs. so happy. These Theros lands are happening. There's we art in M20 love from Theros. Theros. We love Theros. We love Theros. I would be so happy to go back. A, the, a land inspired by Greek mythology. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, Enchantments yeah, matter. Gorgeous art. The There's borders gods. are great. We would, could maybe find out what happened to Elspeth. Oh, that'd be awesome. Who died slaying Xenagos. Is the is the wanderer Just yeah <laughs> might be heroic could, could be. come back i loved heroic uh, it was a mechanic great. i loved theros vivian by the way is one yeah. green 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 for loyalty good right there mm-hmm. plus one just you get to put two plus one plus one counters on two target creatures and they get trampled into end of turn so it's just strictly better a johnny plus nice basically yeah minus three target creature you control bites or that deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker oh spicy which is pretty cool and minus five you can choose a creature card you own from outside the game reveal it and put it into your hand sick meaning your sideboard you can't go get whatever you want yeah from your room yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah i don't Very i actually cool. don't know why it doesn't just say sideboard uh i think like a sideboard feels weird outside it, of the game feels weird that also feels weird i think it also means exile doesn't it assuming it was exiled i don't you know can go and get it i'm i think so let's ask rob yeah we'll have to ask rob next next, next week. week he'll be here judge rob will tell us all about it all i'm just saying look at this hydra three Green green green, 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 green. Uh, right now that it has its scryfall name, legendary hydration. Great name. <laughs> Great name. And then uh, this one, which is rainy night. <laughs> Another one of my favorites. Two blue, blue, blue. Yeah. A five, uh, five flyer for f- whoa. Oh yeah, two for blue, five. blue, blue. Um, elemental night. Yeah, five, five flying. When enters battlefield, draw three cards and put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. When it dies, shuffle it into its owner's library, then scry two. What if you just drew it again the next turn? Uh beautiful that'd be so good beautiful take a look at this artifact really quick here which one colossus hammer i just love this card <laughs> it's very silly and i love this art one mana for this artifact equipment equipped creature gets plus 10 plus 10 and loses flying obviously a bird <laughs> can't carry this giant hammer equip, equip eight. eight i love it somebody did find a turn two kill with this with this Ooh. Or was it a turn three? It might have been turn, turn two, but yeah, there's, yeah, definitely turn two because turn one, you just play your one, one, like a glistener elf or something like that. Um, and then there's a card that reduces, that lets you just play an, uh, an equipment from your hand and then and attach it. Yeah. Oh, I hope we get to see that, you know, in the land of modern, maybe. Yeah. So it could be, be cool. glistener elf or the one, one that gets double strike if it's equipped, uh, I believe for one mana. Sick. Yeah um yeah so these are some of the some of the cards that we're super excited about yeah this is this set looks awesome as we said mm-hmm. core sets are not known for being like splashy places for really cool stuff but i've got to hand it to r&d this is everybody has been saying it looks great i'm super excited to see it play out yeah and we will be pre-releasing july 4th weekend and seeing what we can make with these awesome cards <laughs> Hey 
everybody. Uh, we have a really exciting segment on the show for you right now. Uh, Megan and I have actually never on the show for any great length of time talked about the Lady Planeswalker Society. That's right. But we have our own expert here today. <laughs> That's right. Which is the founder of the Twin Cities chapter of the Lady Planeswalker Society, Erin Yaritz. Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, you know, we were. I was talk- thinking about this the other day. I'm like, we never really have talked about the LPS very much, but it's so mm-hmm. important to so many people around the country and it could be even bigger than it is now so we wanted to give it a little bit of a boost and talk about it like i can't even believe that the twin cities didn't have a chapter until you started it and i know that there was a chapter that had started but it's tough you know you have to have your time you have to have some kind of funding and you have to have people that regularly come too so setting up like a set schedule was a big thing that i really wanted to make sure that we did so that people could plan around it and didn't have to feel like they had to come to every single meeting to keep things going. Well, let's start at the base level. What is the Lady Planeswalker Society and why should people care? So why people should care, you know, to have a safe space to learn the game and feel like you can relate to the people that you're playing with and just to feel comfortable in in your skin there and that's something that I've heard from people that come to our meetings that it's just really nice to feel like you're included and it's been great to make so many friends. So if I'm just like looking under the dictionary definition of Lady Planeswalker Society is it like play group is it a hangout time is it something yeah I'm just gonna let you do it. Are there snacks? (laughs) Are there snacks? snacks? Unfortunately we haven't had snacks yet I guess we actually did have a party where it was a potluck and that was a great time, just kind of casual, but it's really about coming together and we do drafts. We have done um, mostly commander because it's easy to jump in and I have a bunch of pre-cons that I lend out to people that don't have decks just to get them into the format. And I'd really like to start doing some standard events, but it's tough. I don't have a standard deck in paper because, you know money. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We That's get it. <laughs> so there's chapters all over the US. Is it mm-hmm. worldwide as well? Do you know? I'm pr- I have heard that it's worldwide. I am cool. not completely sure on the number, but I know that it was set up in Washington, uh, right in Card Kingdom is where they started the meetings. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's always a place that I wanted to go to, but just having a place in the Twin Cities. I know there is a chapter in Duluth, too. So anybody can start a chapter. It's really, really easy. You just go on their website, and they have a list of the things that you can do to get things started, and they also have their labels that you can just download and make whatever you want out of them. Thought about making play mats, so. <laughs> cool. Nice. We have some sick shirts yes. on right now. These shirts are great. Which I love. <laughs> so if you're in your community and you're thinking, oh, I wish I could find a place with more women to play or mm-hmm. get more women involved in the game or female-identified yep. gamers or non-binary people, maybe yep. I could start my own chapter and this is something that mm-hmm. you can totally do. Oh, definitely. It really helps when you have a game store that you are familiar with and you can talk to the staff because they can be really, really supportive and just to be able to communicate to others too and spread the word about it, that's important because I know 
you don't always see a lot of women when you go into a game store, so you kind of have to gather them up from everywhere else. So it's been really nice. We have about 80 members now. and Wow, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's been steadily growing, and we've been around since October. Wow, Impressive. only since October. That's yeah. really, really cool. <laughs> I mean, I've been around members. since longer than October, and I don't have 80 members. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, um, everybody should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's so cool because... Like, I always knew, right, like, we go to pre-releases or we go to, like, the PPTQs back when that was part mm-hmm. of the system. And you see, a, like, a handful of women at yeah. those events. But I never would have known that there were 80 players out, there, like, in this area. Yeah, and it's funny because um, there was a study back in 2015, Mark Rosewater came out with um, 38% of Magic players are women, but... In the competitive side of things, it's like one to two percent that are actually competing in GPs and that kind of thing. And it's been cool to see with Arena, there's been more exposure for people, but it's something that we need to balance out a little bit, I feel. And that's just something I've been really passionate about, just showing other women that you can get into this. It's not, there's not a ton of barrier to entry. So just... Yeah. (laughs) So talk about a little bit about why for you it was important to begin a chapter. And we were kind of chatting before we started rolling on the show about the emotional toll it can kind of take on you. The uh, effort of just even walking into a game store can be intimidating. Yeah. Any time you're in a place where you don't feel like you see people like you that are represented, it can make you pretty nervous and I definitely had that experience walking into my first FNM and looking around me like oh man I'm the only one here and it's it's just really valuable to be able to look around and see more people like you like at the GP uh, in Minneapolis last year it was nice to be able to be like oh there's 10 of us here (laughs) so it's just something that I really feel like could get better. I know that a lot of people are very inclusive and it's not like there's people saying, no, you can't do this that I've experienced, but it can be intimidating, I guess, to just feel like you know enough to get into the game. So removing those barriers that we can remove Mm -hmm. um, is, is always helpful. So my question is, if somebody is interested in either starting a chapter or finding one wherever Mm -hmm. they live, how can they do it? Well, going to the Facebook page of the national organization, it's called the Lady Planeswalker Society Hub. They also have a website that you can go to. And joining the Facebook group was so valuable to me just to find so many people all around the country and you could just talk about magic and you don't have to feel weird because I have definitely scared away a lot of my friends trying to teach them the game. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, you just go onto their Facebook page. They have it all laid out for you, how you can start up a chapter yourself. And it's really not as hard as it seems. As soon as you start doing meetings... More people are going to tell their friends, and then it just picks up. And, yeah, just to have it grow so quickly has been such a blessing. Like, I can't believe it, and I've made so many friends. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, like, say I I walk into 
my first Lady Planeswalker mm-hmm. Society meeting. Like, w- what's my day going to be like? What's my experience yeah. going to be like? <laughs> so we usually have a table set up that's reserved for us. The LGS that we go to, can I say? Yeah, of course. At, at Lodestone Coffee and Games. They are so great there, and they'll always reserve a table for us. And it's usually around six to eight members that can make it out, and we'll just set up a draft pod, or we'll start up some commander games. If there are eight people, we'll split it up, and then we kind of rotate around so everybody can get a feel and share off share their decks with everybody else, because that's, like, one of the most fun things about commander, and just, like, look at this flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you even brought a squirrel deck for me to look I at. Did. So <laughs> I'm already sold. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, you got to represent the squirrels. They're the best animal out there. <laughs> I you know agree. how to set a Maria trap now. Yes. <laughs> Put a little squirrel deck in there. Yep. <laughs> and then I it's just kind of wander in. It's a classic box and stick, and underneath is a <laughs> squirrel deck. There's a piece of beef jerky in there, and all of a sudden my foot's locked up. Yep. And yep. Oh, you got me again. Well, now you're going to play some magic here. <laughs> What is it? What does it feel like to you to know that that this thing has been created with your help, and that there's all these people around the around the world essentially gathering together to make this an important thing that they're working on? It feels great. Like I feel like even in just the year and a half that I've been playing in game stores, I've seen such a difference in the receptivity and the attitude toward inclusiveness. Lodestone does a great job with making everybody feel welcome. They do not tolerate any kind of hate speech or derogatory terms toward others. So that's been great. And other game stores around the Twin Cities have been awesome too. Everybody's excited about it. I haven't heard one negative thing that anybody's said like, oh, that shouldn't be happening. But yeah, it's great to see around the world that People can come together because this is the best game I have ever played. And I think that exists in the world. (laughs) I think you're right. Uh, You're definitely right. (laughs) And it's nice to know, too, that this might be a resource, even if you're not interested in, you know, attending meetings or starting a chapter, that you Mm -hmm. can still go to the Facebook group and say, hey, this is something that maybe I've been having trouble with at my Mm -hmm. local game store and people will be there to help you out. Oh, definitely. Just to be able to relate to people through your stories and knowing like that isn't something that should always happen because there have been a lot of discussions about some sexism and that kind of thing and it's not always right there in your face it's it can be kind of insular and just under the surface of things where people might not, not even be conscious that they're doing it but just changing the environment of what's acceptable really makes things more welcoming to people that might feel like they're on the outside. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for coming in and telling us about Lady Planeswalker Society, (laughs) specifically Twin Cities Chapter. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to know more, you can find them on Facebook. They've got a website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would love to get more members and make some more friends. Yeah, and thank you again for, like, launching, relaunching (laughs) this Twin Cities Chapter. Like I said, I can't believe that like it wasn't around before. So we still value the work that you're doing. Well, obviously a lot of people are into it and want to keep coming. So we're going to stick around for a long time. And (laughs) I, when I come, will bring snacks. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's something we need. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 
before we get going, we're going to give you a couple of sealed basics. So for those of you who might be heading out to your first pre-release or your first sealed event, or if you just have not played one in a while. Yeah. Here's some brush ups. Here's some brush ups for you. The first thing I'm going to say is don't be afraid. Go into your pre-release. It's a super casual environment. Mm -hmm. There's judges there. If you have a question, you can call for a judge. You can even ask your opponent, hey, how do you think this card works? Or you can talk stuff over. I am a fan of takesies, backsies at pre-releases because not everybody knows how their cards work. And it's totally cool. Everyone's in the same boat as you. So just go and have a good time. Yeah. Um, Here is my big one that I feel like is very easy um, to overlook and okay, sealed. Great. If you have removal in your hand, but you also have a creature that could trade with a creature that your opponent has on the battlefield, wait with your removal. Yeah. I think I see people very often. It's like, even if that creature is going to hit you once or twice, it's like a three, three. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to take six damage. So I should kill it. Just trade for trade creature for creature where you can save that removal for stuff that your creatures cannot get yeah that's a great point because in sealed one of the tips people often talk about is well how do i start to build my deck you should think about your bomb sealed is yes known as a bomb heavy format meaning your most powerful cards are often what you want to play yeah because games go longer than games of draft or even sometimes games of standard mm-hmm. <laughs> playing mono red or whatever and so bombs are super important and like megan said save your removal to deal with stuff that your creatures just can't kill on the ground because bombs there's gonna be a 5-5 five, five flyer coming yeah. at you Pum, bombs could be huge evasive creatures maybe they have menace maybe they have flying yeah um maybe they're they're like the knight that we mentioned earlier the blue one that could potentially come back yeah um maybe they're just so big that your creatures can't deal with them um it's a seven six dino yeah <laughs> that you exactly. just are afraid to like double block Ooh. and try and deal with uh you know save save your removal for that stuff also pack in all your removal all the removal that you can yeah it's and you're so without important. stretching your colors too much play as much of it as possible prioritize colors that have a lot of it so you're going to sit down you're going to crack open six packs of m20 um, to build your deck from and what's going to happen is we generally sort by color so mm-hmm. we just lay them all out by their colors multicolor in a pile red green blue white black and then any artifacts or anything like that mm-hmm. in some special lands that'll help you see how much you have of every color because you definitely need to hit that critical mass yeah when you're building your deck so even if some of your biggest bombs are in white uh you sometimes just can't play it because you don't have enough yeah, exactly. cards of that color. It has to have enough support. One of the things that I like to do is say all of my best cards are in white. Yeah. Uh, I'll lay them out in curve. So that means like sorted by converted mana cost in ascending order. Um, and then I'm going to look at if I really want to play this color, what does it need? Yeah. Um, maybe. What am I missing? Exactly. Am I short on like maybe it has some really big like six mana costs CMC really big great creatures yeah but it doesn't have two and three drops to help me survive that long um maybe it has great creatures all along the curve but it doesn't have any removal then i'm gonna i can prioritize what i'm looking at in my other colors to say oh i need to look for a support color that has great removal or has some early drops to support me into the into the late game something that i've been thinking about in sealed two um is something that actually Reed Duke was harping on when we were talking about Modern Horizons the other weekend in D.C. saying a lot of times you end up in a board stall, which in Sealed, that 
has a tendency to happen because mm-hmm. people are playing their biggest, best creatures. And a lot of times maybe it's just a bunch of green fatties and they're sitting there on the table and they're both staring at each other. Mm-hmm. But what your deck should plan for is how to get through, how to break through these moments because you could have a bunch of little two twos and some three threes, which are very important, but you also need to have some way to close out the game. Yeah. And so think about it when you're building your deck. How Ask yourself the question, how does my deck win? Mm-hmm. And that could be through having flyers, having some kind of evasion, like Megan said. Or it could be perhaps you get lucky and you open some synergistic elements that work well together. Maybe Soren has some vampire friends, Yeah, for instance. It could also be stuff like when we say bombs, we talked a lot about creatures. Yeah. But it could be anything that gains you a lot of card advantage long term. Sure. Some of the best stuff historically has been if it's a removal spell that can hit multiple creatures. Oh, yeah. Um, if you have one removal spell that can take out their two best creatures, that's a bomb because that's going to put you so far ahead when you can just... Take both of those things out we of call the equation. That a, the old two for one. Yeah. Something that's just going to gain you a lot of card advantage over time. If you have a card that over the course of the game is going to draw you three, four more cards than your opponent, that's just so a valuable. You're going to cast more creatures than them. You're going to cast more removal than them just by virtue of the fact that you're drawing more cards. And keep in mind uh, the colors that you're building with your deck as well. And ask yourself, you know, splashing is a thing in sealed because as we said, it is a slower format. And so yeah. sometimes if you have a bomb that only requires, I mean, we went through some of these cards and a lot of them have triple, you know, colored yeah. mana costs. But if it say only cards one white and you're playing blue and green, and you're like, oh, this card is so good. I want to put it mm-hmm. in. Um, that's usually pr- probably fine. Yeah. To stretch your mana that far. Especially if you're looking at something where you're like, oh, none of my colors say I have no removal except I have two pacifisms yeah. in white. Yeah. But I can't play white because I don't have any other really solid cards exactly. in that color. Exactly then you can splash for removal. Yeah, I think I think that's a good a good note, but be very wary of, of stretching it too far and getting yeah. too greedy and playing five colors with absolutely no mana fixing, which means lands or other cards that will help you tap for the colors yeah. that you need um, because you'll just lose to your own mana. Yeah, if you don't have a way to fix your mana, I'm suspicious already of three colors. Yeah, but I'm going to do it if I have two pacifism, it's though, true. and I yeah. have no other removal. It's true, but like just it. like... As far as your mindset, like you can do it, but be suspicious. (laughs) You can do it, but be suspicious. There are dual lands in this format, though. And if you have the dual lands to do it, you know, go for it. I always take that approach of being suspicious of anything that I build in magic. Yeah. Is this A healthy healthy dose of skepticism is good all around. But of course, creatures, great. Removal, great. These are the things that are great in magic, and they are going to be great in your M20 deck. Because even though the set is really cool, it still is a straightforward Mm -hmm. uh, sealed environment. And those are the best things that you could ever want. Make sure your cards affect the board, which means are you doing something? Don't put a fog in your deck. Don't do (laughs) it. Never do it. Don't do it. A fog is a a terrible card that just Just says prevent all combat damage. That would be dealt this turn. If there is a card that says prevent the combat damage, that would be dealt this turn. You're going to be like, oh, they'll attack me once and I can fog it. Guess what? Now it's useless. And also that was one scenario where it was good. Yeah. You would be better with a 2-2. Like, oh, this creature is doing something. It's adding to my board and my attack force. This removal spell is doing something. It's getting rid of one of my opponent's creatures. Get it out. And if if you look at a card and you're asking yourself, how does this card affect the board? And if your answer is it doesn't, you really need a good reason to Mm -hmm. put it in your deck. Okay? Okay. 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 So that's a card like, let me think of an example. I can't think of one from this set, but I mean like a card that would say like regenerate your creature in combat. Yeah. What is that doing? Well, not affecting the board. Yeah. I mean, that being said, there are decks that want combat tricks. True. But it should, you know, it should be something that's like helping your creature 
trade up. Yeah. Or not trade, but you know, defeat Make something Make a profitable bigger. block. Exactly. Potentially. Or a profitable attack. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. That's just some basics of how to play sealed. We've done a lot of episodes on it. So if you want more, you can always go to our website, goodluckhigh5.com. Take a look and search for sealed and you'll find some more tips in there. Um, and you know what? Just don't be intimidated. Like you could build the jankiest, most terrible deck ever. And it's okay because you can freely change your cards every single round and build yeah. entirely different deck for round two if you want. Yeah. At the pre-release, it is casual. Yep. So that is completely acceptable. Get some input from some friends. Yeah. If anyone gives you unsolicited input, you know, you can tell them to, you can accept it or you can also tell them like, Hey, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But everybody have fun. Um, like we said, next week, judge Rob will be here with more tips for M20. So don't miss that episode. Hey everyone. We have a surprise guest. It was a surprise to us. It was a surprise to us. To be fair, it was a surprise to me, too. I did not know you were recording today. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, uh, rookie of the Year, Sam Eilenfeld. Uh, friend friend of GP winner, Matt Sicking Johnson, think, Sam Eilenfeld. I think being Matt's friend is a bigger achievement than anything I've ever accomplished in life. Okay, before we get started, I had an important question, which yeah. is that we've always seen hot dogs with their faces drawn on. Like, this is like, something we've seen all the time. Look, you've seen a picture of a hot dog with a face drawn on it, okay? Yeah. You have. Okay. But we've always seen it as like the hot dog is lengthwise and its face is at the top. It's just on there. Here's my proposal to you. What if instead a hot dog's face is you are holding it and then like the sh- the end, the circle end has a face? So and that if you were looking at it at, from the end of a hot dog bun, you would, see, you the would face. see the face. And my question to this question was, so that does that mean if I cut the hot dog that the face will continue all yeah, the way down my, the hot dog? The face goes all the way through. Which is that means the horrifying. now two faces. You cut it in half. Oh, if you and cut now it in half, there there's a face faces. on the side. And then is it two different hot dogs? Now it's two different hot dog people. Wow. Okay. That's um, disturbing. You, that begs questions yeah. about what happens as it goes into your body. Is it just lots of little hot dogs well, screaming in is. pain as you digest them? Or yeah. just one hot dog as you chop off its legs with your teeth? <laughs> well, Sam was here, in fact, to crack a pack of Modern Horizons <laughs> with us. Hello. So, Sam, how much Modern Horizons have you played? A little too much. And what does that mean? Like two draft leagues and maybe a sealed league nearly every single day since the release. Okay, on so you're an expert. That's a lot. No, I'm pretty bad at it. Well, we're all bad at it. This set is very hard. I'm no Matt Sicking Johnson. None of us are. No, we're not. None of us are. But here's the thing. Even uh, the best pros are saying this set is one of the hardest sets that they've ever seen mm-hmm. in their history of their lives and also one of the best to play limited. Yeah, that's why I love it. There's a reason I keep playing it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to crack this open um, and you two are going to play a guessing game. Okay. I'm going to give you clues and whoever can guess the card first. Oh, boy. uh, You know, wins or whatever. So I was studying this set to prep for GPDC Ooh, a couple we have weeks a ago. Shapeshifter foil token. Beautiful. That's yeah. pretty. Uh, look, we have a sub mechanic. Wait, no, this is the Nils Ham. Yeah, that one is also yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Ever Everdream. Dream. Gorgeous art. Love that. Haven't made it work in limited yet. Um, okay. I've done it one time. I felt like winning. Splicing that onto Arcane. Can, can yeah. we make the rare the last one? I really want the excitement yeah. of n- knowing whether or not I made the big bucks or not. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, here's my first one for you. It was very dumb. But, okay. Um, I am like Antarctica. What am I? 
Um, you are Ice Golem. No. You are a snow island. Yes, I oh, am. I should have known <laughs> so it was I said that one was just very, very, <laughs> Okay, very I'm going to mark down the score for... Sa- you can play along at home. Sam is one and I am zero. Yeah. Um, I am a little buzzard who... <laughs> buzzard? I am a little buzzard who once liked liked a dragon... Who once had a dragon friend. A buzzard who once had a dragon friend? Yes. I want to say, like, you know, the, the snow owl in the set, but I, Blizzard Strix, but no, that I, didn't have a dragon there, friend. There is a buzzard. I don't know where the dragon friend is. Maybe it's the art. It's the one that exploits. Yes. York on the right track. Oh, 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 Silumgar Scavenger. Yes. Silumgar. Silumgar. I'm, oh, I'm Dragon Lord is the Silumgar. I'm going to give us each a half point for that. <laughs> um, okay. Here's my here's my next one. Okay. Um Oh wait, I just forgot my Your clue? Yeah, I just forgot my clue. Okay, I'm gonna come back to that one. Do you like Silumgar Scavenger, by the way? I've had decks where it's been really good and I've had decks where it's been abysmal. But Matt had two of them in his in his uh one of his decks that went three oh six oh and it, oh, okay. it well. was great for him. I'm another name for a funhouse mirror. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? And I'm like, is there anything with glass in the title or uh, uh, a funhouse mirror? Uh, Arcane Astrolabe. No. That was also the thing no. that I was thinking of. Or what you might see in, oh. in a funhouse mirror. Oh, this is what you might call Twisted it. Reflection. Yeah, you got it. That's pretty good. You so excited. got We're it. all tied up at one and a half each. <laughs> Classic one and a half. Each. One and a half each. Ooh. Um, I'm fighting my own ghost. <laughs> what am I? Uh, settle beyond reality. Yeah. Oh, good job. Wow. That card nice. is very good. Real nice. One of the few unconditional removal spells in the format. And the number of cards where you can blink something for value is very high. Accurate. Yeah. Um, I have hands coming out of my beard. What oh, am I? Sick. No, you're a big bucket of nope. That's what you are. Hands coming out of your beard? Yep. Is this just the art? Yeah. Okay. Yes, obviously. This, no, it's the there's flavor. There's not a flavor of a card. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a metaphor, you know, for a reach or something. No. Um, but now I have to think of who is a face in the set. But. My friend's, there are no faces. My friend's That's why beard so looks like melted candle wax. Oh, it's an oh, 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 irregular oh. cohort. No, 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 no. It's a stream of thought. Yeah, it is. No. Nice. That card I have never played and is is quite bad, I would imagine. It's a mill card. Uh, I have played it to really? great success. No, one of my favorite matches in this game, and you know, Magic Online chat is still a thing occasionally. Yeah. We spent... The, the match nearly went to time because we both had four stream of thoughts in our deck. Really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it was a race to see who could mill the other person's stream of thoughts first. Another banger by Seb McKinnon, by the way. Oh, yeah. Just nonstop bangers from, from this gentleman. Uh, so single blue, target player puts the top four cards of the library into the graveyard and then shuffle four cards from your graveyard into your library, replicate two blue blue. When you cast a spell, copy it for each time you paid its replicate cost and you can choose new targets. Wow, okay, well, that's certainly a thing. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm a cat, or am I? <gasps> oh. Um, Changeling of the sixth 
pride. Not Shapeshifter. Quite. You're close of enough. The sixth pride. Uh, Impo- it's imposter of the sixth yeah, pride, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Let's, have a, let's have half a point. I feel like we oh, both okay, did okay, half okay, a point okay, for this point, one. All right. We're still tied at two. No, we're tied at three each. <laughs> so we have two halves. <laughs> I'm what will never happen for the dodo bird. Oh. Um. Oh, return from extinction? Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, that was dark. Wow. That gets back um, one creature from the graveyard and then two if they're the same type, right? Yes. Nailed it. Mm. All of my friends get plus two plus so. Who am I? Uh, I feel like I should know these. Claws. Volatile claws. No. Volcanic claws. Me and all my friends oh. get plus two plus so. You and all your friends. Oh, um, uh, uh, the cat. The cat lord. Nope. That yeah. doesn't, not himself. No. Nope. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, me and all my, because etchings of the chosen is only plus one plus one. I can me think of. and all my friends. All my friends who are just like me. Gosh. Me and my friends are all the <laughs> same. I don't know. And I say we all get plus two plus oh. I don't know. Should I know this? Cleaving sliver. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Cards that we have probably never drafted. Cleaving sliver. Okay, that's one point for Megan. (laughs) Ichabod Crane is very afraid of me. Who am I? Headless Spectre. Yes. (laughs) Good one. Good one. That was a literary reference. Yes, it was. Um, I was going to say the pumpkin man <laughs> who's not in this set. <laughs> By the way, Sam, if you're watching the video, Sam is sitting on an exercise ball. He's not normally this small. Yeah, he's That's a very lie. Short. <laughs> They're trying to be nice to me, but I lead a very difficult life. <laughs> I'm a little coin that could kill cats. A coin that could kill cats? A coin? Why uh, are we killing cats? Well, cats could be anything if you're a shapeshifter. What if it's about the musical, Cats? Um, so, like, they're not getting enough money, and so their run is canceled on Broadway? That's, That's the kind that could kill cats. I don't know. Uh, talisman of Curiosity. Oh, I did a bad job with that one. I was one, thinking about I Talisman, but I that didn't. That was very smart. I did not go deep <laughs> enough. Um... Talisman of curiosity. I had a cat name. Global curiosity. warming is helping us realize and discover a whole bunch of new things. Ooh. Um, when all the thin ice, ice. ice. Oh, yeah. On thin ice. Is that no. it? That would have been the rare, though. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, winter's rest. Nope. Um, you. Uh, <laughs> Um, all of all of the ice will melt, and you'll discover six things. Oh, glacial revelation! <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> glacial revelation. Um, some of these ones are boring. Spinehorn okay. minotaur, uh, twin silk spider. Okay, uh, I'm this is I am I'm what every ninja should be able to do. Oh, find the throat. Throat no, seeker. No. That's what every vampire Infiltrate ingeniously. I mean, in- yes. Ingenious infiltrator? Because they are a... Ingenious infiltrator. No. 
A ninja. Well, because they're a ninja. <laughs> because I, they're... I can't be blocked because... A phantom ninja. Yes. Okay, let me try and figure out a Okay, here's our one. rare. So what's... By the way, what are you taking here, Sam, before we see our rare? Oh, this is tricky. I know. There's some good options here. Uh, realistically, probably Snow Island, but that's just me. I love that card a lot. Are you being for real right I've now? Been the, I've, started, I've started drafting Snow Islands higher than any other land. Um, just because like, you want to draft like the snow deck? It's a high-quality common. In the, the, the blue snow land is a high-quality common. Wow. I think my ta- top three drafted commons at this point are Snow-Covered Island, um, Arkham's Astrolabe, and uh, the Cancrex, Angry Crab. Wow. Angry Crab. Yeah. Cool. I think that's the best deck, but it's also... Hard really to get it. Really hard to get it. Well, that's why you pack one, pick one. You're Snow Island. Wow. Incredible. Okay. Maybe you'll be able to cast some sorceries, but maybe not. Collected conjuring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great work. Sam wins uh, this battle at the points of one, two, three, four, five. Six points to my five points. Ooh, Congratulations, Close Sam. battle. Nice work, both of and you. What's the art? This, we said it's the oh, Mills. We Mills did see that. Wow. Ever dream. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Wow. Lovely. Great. Well, well, thank you for thank you, thank you for being part of the guessing game. I don't want these cards to yours now. <laughs> no, we walked right into this trap. Well, should have seen that one coming. <laughs> All right. The bulk trap. Everybody, you should really check out Ultra Pro for all of your magic accessory needs. That's right. They have relic tokens right now that are so cute. Look at this Chandra. Let Look at see. this Liliana. Oh, they're like chibi planeswalkers. Yes. They are super, super cute. Megan, I'm going to show you um, this one and you're okay. going to freak out. Okay. Ready, set. Who is it? Oh, my God. It's Mowu, the goodest it's boy. Mo-woo. And it's a little Mowu. If you've never seen these, they can when be used. When he's so little. Oh, yeah. He's not swole yet. No. They can be used to track your life total. There's little spinner spin downs on them. They can be used to help you uh, keep track of how many times you've cast your mm-hmm. commander. There's a spin down in the upper right-hand corner for that as well. They can also act as tokens. Um, yeah. They make, you know, you know, birds or whatever, and you can change their power and toughness. There's a Tarmogoyf one if you need one of those. Yeah. They also have the legendary collection right now. Now, which we'll crack one of these. Ooh, let's do these it. These are ones which are specifically for commanders. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, <gasps> it's foil too. Ooh, this is the en- the enchantments one. Zur the Enchanter. Cool. Ooh, I know that there are people out there who have this sick enchanter deck. Um, so it also has a counter up here for how many times you've cast it, so you know how to adjust your uh, casting cost of it. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, and it goes up to. Yeah, 21. Or you can do your life total down here. These are really neat. pretty great. You've probably seen them around, but you can get them from Ultra Pro. They're really cool. They've got everything that you want. Um, If you're interested in the Japanese Planeswalker art from War, they've got a lot of stuff with that on it, too. And um, Uh, this one even has these have have the cool legendary border on them. Yeah. Sick. If anything's going to get me to play Commander, it's this right here. Maria loves her (laughs) swag. I really do. But yeah, check out Ultra Pro anywhere uh, cool magic stuff is sold. And you can also find it at carkingdom.com slash GLHF. I forgot that we had to do the clothes thing. I was checked out. (laughs) Megan's like, show's over. Time to go get some dinner. 
Yeah, that's this, uh, this week's Ooh, episode. I already ate a slice of pizza not that long Ooh, ago. You did? What kind of pizza? It was just like a classic cheese slice. Classic cheese slice. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Well, I've got my eyes on some serious dinner action. Yeah. Or my mind, rather, because I can't see it. Yeah. Only my mind's eyes are on it. Also, what? before we go. Yeah. Serious up the tone of this. Ooh, okay. Ma- PSA, non-magic PSA. Um, you have perhaps read or not read uh, some of the apor- reports that are coming out about um, the living conditions in the immigrant detention centers oh, yeah. in the U.S. Um, if you haven't read them already, I suggest going through and reading at least one. Um, don't You don't have to subject yourself to more than that uh, because they are very difficult reads um, about there being no room for people to sleep, there being completely, un- like people being, uh, not having access to bathing or even healthcare, toilets, basic healthcare, basic healthcare, um, toothbrushes and soap and stuff like that for days or even weeks at a time. Um, so if you are wondering what you can do about that, there are lots of organizations that you can donate to. One that we donate to is races, R A I C E S, which is a Texas, um, nonprofit that does stuff like post bonds, um, so that uh, people can get out and claim their kids from migrant detention centers. Um, and it also does different legal paperwork and stuff like that and legal advocacy for them. Um, and there's also places that you can pledge miles for other law organizations that are trying to send lawyers to the border. If you don't have money, but you have airline miles, um, you can pledge those and you might have different like activists or you know protest groups in your city coming up this weekend so you can always look for those on facebook or elsewhere great message yeah check that stuff out um you know sometimes you got to use your magic podcast for more than just magic exactly (laughs) you really do this is one of those times yes thanks again to erin yaritz for coming in and talking to us about the lady planeswalker society uh like she said check it out on facebook or their website if you're interested in more information on that um Check out Mowu. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just saw him here. He's great. He's yeah. a great pupper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to our Patreon sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. And next week, M20. Judge Rob. That's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Rob.